How's everybody doing? This is Miguel with SoCal Watch Reviews, SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. We've been at it since August 2019, P. I checked because uh, I was talking to another um, watch company and they, they've asked a question, how long have you been doing the podcast? I was like, I don't know, two years. And then I checked. I'm like, oh, crap. It's since 2019, August 2019. Can you wow. believe that, P? Almost four years, yo. That's crazy. That is Man. crazy. So how are you, my friend? Yo, I'm chilling, man. You know what I'm saying? Over here in Cincinnati, Ohio, kicking it. You know what I mean? Up early in the morning. How's the weather over there? Crazy. It's cold. Crazy cold. cold. Yeah. Cold, man. It's ridiculously cold. Dang. It was like like 19 last night. 19. Dang. I don't know what that's in Celsius. but And and I say that for a reason because we got a guess. But that is very cold, my friend. That's insane. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I don't want to leave yeah. this guy uh, here in the in the waiting room for too long. Uh, we're excited to have him on. So, why don't you do the introduction, my friend? Absolutely. This is our first guest of the year. You understand is what it? I'm saying? Yeah, it is. It this is. is our first guest of the year. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Can you tell the people where you're hailing from, right quick? Where Where are you from, my friend? I uh, where, where I'm from. I am from Mexico, Monterey, Mexico. Nice. In Mexico, you know Mexico. what I mean? He's in Mexico to all my Aztec warriors out there in the <laughs> building. You know what I mean? We got the homie Andy in the building, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. Uh. Welcome, Andy. Yeah. How are you? Hey, uh, thank you for having me here, man. I, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm really uh, grateful to be here. And um, thank you for inviting me. This is an honor. Yeah. Hey, no, the honor's all ours, man. So you say you're from Monterrey, Mexico. That's where you live. But uh, you run a YouTube channel and an Instagram account, right? Yes, I do. Uh, my uh, spending time, watching time, a YouTube channel and andy.stwt on Instagram. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I just talk a little bit of watches and stuff. Uh, That's cool. Right on, right nice, on. Nice, nice, nice. Well, before we get into the questions or further discussion, why don't we go around and say what's on our wrist? And Andy, you're a guest, so why don't you start it off? What are you wearing today, All right, my friend? Today, I am wearing my Rolex Explorer 36, uh, the new one. Beautiful. Uh, this watch uh, was a very big milestone for me, and I'm super excited to have it and keeping adding watches that I like to the collection. That's the dream right there. It's right a beautiful on. watch, man. So yes, before sir. we move on to Peace Wrist Shot, why the 36 and not the 39? All right. So ever since I started uh, liking watches, um, I searched around on the web and YouTube and I stumbled upon uh, TGV. You know, that's the of guy. Course. That's the guy you started with on YouTube uh, to seeing yeah. and uh, YouTube videos uh, on watches. And right. uh, he always spoke about the uh, Rolex Explorer, and I was intrigued. I was intrigued because that was that was something that I didn't know about Rolex that it had. Um, uh, it, it for me it was very uh, understated watch, yeah. and yeah. it intrigued me that it was a field watch that it was has been in the Everest and stuff. So I started researching and researching, and uh, the more I saw that watch, the more I fell in love and the more i saw i don't know like maybe tgv and bark and jack uh, uh well adrian barker with his um with his uh, explorer 2 i just i couldn't help myself and i did whatever it takes to get this watch so that's 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 why it's my Beautiful. my go-to watch every day 
Awesome. That's AP, he hit two, uh, two yeah. alumni right there, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. TGB, we yeah, just sir. had him on. Uh, Adrian, it's been, it's been a while. A year? Yeah. Yeah, so both, year, both really yeah. cool guys. Shout out to you. Yeah, for sure. Those, guys. those uh, are my favorite absolutely. YouTube channels. Uh, I just got to say, those guys, they know what they're doing. And they know so different, but so good. Yeah. They, they, and, and you're right. You know, TGB is one of those guys that, I mean, whether you like to admit it or not, he is the OG. He's a guy that we all started Definitely. out with. Uh, for yep. me, it was a Seiko SKX. That's that's the one that he convinced me to buy. So, he, <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, Sorry. my friend? I am wearing a classic Casio Rolls Royale. Ooh, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? On a Vario, Vario strap. Yep. Yeah. I can tell. Yeah, Love man. that watch. Yes, sir. Man, such a classic, yo. Tell me. So much value, Can't be, right? mess, can't be messed with. Can't be messed with. Man. So much that. value. Scott Tier, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing uh, over here my latest acquisition, Rolex Mariner 166. Uh, I mean, I love this thing, man. This is, I, I, I mean, it's played out. Yeah, I guess everybody talks about it. Everybody imitates it. But for me, it's just, you know, P I've talked about this for years. Yes, sir. It's like the, the pinnacle for me of what I wanted to accomplish. And sometimes I hate that it was Rolex, right? I was like, man, I wish it was a bright lean or a Cartier or something, but I guess Rolex does what they do and their marketing is great. And that's why I have it on the wrist. Right. So <laughs> but, fire, uh, fire. It's an incredible man, watch. So that, it's an incredible watch, yeah, no, for sure, man. It's it's uh, a little overpriced in my opinion, but it's like if you want to play, you gotta pay, you know. So it is what it is. That's about right. So I'm I'm curious before we go into watch the sessions and and things like that, Andy. Why did you start a YouTube channel to begin with? I mean, w we all have our different reasons. Obviously, because we love watches so much that we want to just like spread the love. But there's something maybe in your brain that clicked and said, "No, I need to." throw in my two cents or what, what What was that moment for you that you said, aha, uh -huh, I need to I need to start that, a YouTube channel. That's a good question. Actually, I'm super excited. I'm super smiling because uh, I love to tell this story. Okay. Uh, and, and especially this, this, this year, because things has been, had been happening that I'm super happy with. Okay. Um, so I started my YouTube uh, channel because I always wondered, uh, like if I wanted to buy a watch online, or a micro brand, uh, perhaps. I didn't know I, I, there wasn't enough YouTube channels that talked about them. Uh, so that's why I I I started to asking myself if what if I buy them and start making YouTube uh, and help other guys to see how it feels, how it looks, uh, if it's good or enough or not, or uh, how it comes to your uh, you know to your the delivery to your home and stuff. And uh, and the quality and speak about if you you should buy this watch or not or just give you the feeling of of uh, you know like that push that you need to to push uh, the buy button you know so I started with uh, half wait where is it I don't know where it is but I have my Gene Old uh, uh, Ocean Rover two that watch mm -hmm. uh, I call it the um, controversial beauty because yeah. uh, that watch is uh, you know is a it's an homage of of the uh, Rolex Mariner and uh, I started with that because I saw it one time and I was very excited about that watch I always wanted a a Mariner and um, 
So that was the first micro brand. That was the first micro brand I, okay. I bought, and uh, I owe that to that to that watch my YouTube channel because it, it blew up. I didn't uh, I didn't expect to blew up in in you know like in terms of uh, from zero to hundred uh, uh, you know followers subscribers, and and it was just a, a mind blown because I did my uh, I did what I what it takes to you know, like make good content and, and, and try to explain to, to the people how, how uh, this brand does this watch and if it's good or not, because he had a bad history of, of yeah. being a brand of um, making clone watches. It, it is just speculated. It's not actually, no one knows it's true, but you know, that's why I call it the controversial beauty. So I wanted to check it out myself and it's actually an incredible watch. It's a it's a cool watch, and there's a big big uh, community for that watch, and um, they are all very enthusiastic. And many of them had Rolexes on their collection, so that's why I wanted to start with that one, and it, it blew up. And that's why mm. I wanted to do a YouTube video. And uh, things are happening here, uh, and well, for me in in 2023, uh, and I th say that I'm very excited because yesterday. Uh, one guy uh, talked to me or uh, messaged me from for uh, via uh, Instagram, mm -hmm. and uh, he asked me like if I could um, show him a picture of a San Martin Ranger with the Smith Everest side by side because he didn't know if uh, if it's gonna fit your, his wrist because he owns the Smith Everest and he wants to know how it looks with it. So I sent him pictures, videos. I sent him like voice notes and stuff, and wow. and told him like if if you you know want to have a chat, please let me know and uh, I'll, I'll help you out. He was very amazed. He was super grateful that I did that, and that's and I said like that's what I started my YouTube channel to help people to decide if they want that watch or not. So that's why I started my YouTube channel. Yo, that's what's up. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm man. feeling it. Yeah, I, I love when people do that, right? Because not a lot of um content creators out there even reply back to you. And I know this because we run a podcast and believe me, I reached out to some of them and sometimes they ignore you or they just don't have the time for you. So yeah. to know that a normal person just reaches out to you and say, Hey, do you know, can you show me a picture? I do the same thing. I've done the same thing for people. Cause it's like, I'm nobody. I'm just an enthusiast. If I can help you out, why not? I'm going to save you money. Right. So that's, that's cool, man. I, I like that. I think that no. that's just the yeah. Mexican side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's Sorry, P. And it's all about information, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The more information you have, the better you can know what you want and what you want to do. So right, yes. right, right. Well, well, Andy hit on a on a really good thing that I want to I want to deviate a little bit because P. I was I want to do a dedicated podcast on this later on, but I just got contacted, believe it or not, yes, no, Friday, Friday by uh, John over at Gino. Uh, he is one of the owners yeah, and he wants to collaborate with me, which is pretty cool. But I was a little hesitant if I'm being honest because of the controversy, right? The allegations of they were making clone watches or replica watches, but he's been emailing me. I invited him to the podcast. Uh, P he declined politely, you know, of course. You're so, oh, I don't know if you guys can see, but oh, yeah, no. that's the email. It's blurred out, but there, there we go. Right. No, I mean, the guy yeah. is just like, he sent a long, long explanation as to, what happened and he they actually make these on their bench uh here in the u.s i think they assemble the watches which is crazy mm -hmm. right so 
I agreed to review a watch. He's actually letting me keep it because I, I, I told him, I said, and I'm being honest, right? So I've been doing this for a long time. And it's like, I have a lot of people reaching out with free product, which I'm grateful for. But the problem becomes that I'm so busy, right? Because these, these videos take a long time and the podcast and Instagram and everything. And I was honest. I said, well, if you want to send it for free, it's going to take a long time for me to review it. If I'm being honest, just because I got paid promote, paid stuff, not paid in the sense of money, but paid that they let me keep the product. I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I just said, let me let me reach out to you in a few months. He wanted for me to review it for free, right? I was like, yeah, I could, I could definitely do that, but in a few months. But honestly, this is the way that it is, right? I didn't ask for the watch for free, but he came back around and said, you know what? I see value in what you do and I definitely want to get in front of you and I don't want to wait a few months. So I'm, I'm letting you keep a watch. Let me know what you want. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. They have a new watch called the Silent Service, Service. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And that one looks pretty cool to me because it doesn't look like an homage of a Submariner. It looks kind of like a mix between a Submariner and an Omega uh, Seamaster, which I think is pretty mm. cool. So, uh, so yeah, I send them my address. Uh, he has yet to get back to me as to when the ETA is, when I'm going to get it. But man, from the research I've done and from what I've heard of them, aside from the controversy or whatever, like it seems like a legit, legit watch that almost has the quality of i don't want to say rolex because that's maybe shooting too too high but it looks really good right andy i mean you own one so i mean uh, it is man i i i actually oh, that's nice yeah that I, nice. I actually have a video with a very very bad audio but i have video i need to check it i'm sorry yeah. i have not checked that don't worry about uh, but it's it's uh, the audio is not good but i have a video of of the genault comparing it with the uh rolex explorer 2 uh the 40 minutes oh, okay and okay. I, I meticulously go through the uh, bracelet uh, specifically because I was <laughs> blown away uh, by the quality and softness and not any rough edges or, you know, it was amazing, the quality. So I was very, very amazed. And I at the time, I had the Explorer 2 and... It, uh, that watch is, is, is amazing and, and, and the quality was incredible. So I compared them and I was amazed for, for what I found that that's, there's the video. So, and people did agree yeah. with me, uh, people that had, you know, and Rolex, they actually say that it's almost high up there. And uh, especially the, um, the sound of the vessel, mm. people are going crazy about it. I went crazy about it uh, because it's very, you know, Kind of, it's not like a Rolex. Obviously, I, I've I've turned uh, Rolexes and stuff like their their um, bezels, but it's just very refined, uh, you know. And and yeah. that's a that's a pretty good watch, and it, it's a hell of a, you know, they 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 handmade them in 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 America, and uh, yeah, as you said, they have a workbench and they assemble all the watch and they refinish the watch. So, yeah. And yeah, they, it looked nice. I'm looking at it now. 41 is, millimeter diameter, 20 millimeter lug width. Oh yeah, man, it's uh, a nice watch. 47 millimeter lug to lug wingspan, um, 12.1 millimeters thin sapphire crystal crystal bezel with luminous indicator. Look at the movie. In-house six weeks regulated Salita SW200-1. Yo, the regulator. And you can get it with a no date or date complication. That is correct. That, that's, and a different bezel as well. Yes, and yeah. actually, they you, you receive your your watch with a sheet of uh, uh, you know how it performed your ETA for oh. I think like six wow. days, 
So they they take care of of their watches. So and yeah, their customers. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing, right? Where and I I, I guess once I get the watch and I I kind of go through all the things that I want to talk about. But one of the things that right away sprung into mind, and I was like, people are so hypocritical, right? They're they're easy to crucify a watch brand for allegedly whatever they did, right? I bet you money that a lot of these homage watches, I don't know, but San Martin and uh, Pagani Design, you think they're not involved in those kind of businesses too where they're making replica watches? Come on. But but nobody says anything. Everybody keeps buying these homage watches. Now, there's a huge delta in price between a San Martin or Pagani and a Janot because a Janot, yeah. you're paying $1,400, $1,600. But the quality obviously justifies that 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 difference. You know what I mean? So anyway, look, I'm nobody to judge anybody. That's why after doing my little research and this is something my gut feeling told me, you know what? Number one, it, it was alleged. It was never like, yeah, that's what they did. We caught him red handed. Number two, John, the owner or one of the owners told me, he's like, look, we survived that criticism. We survived that period in our life where mm -hmm. a lot of big YouTubers turned their back on us. We survived and here we are and we're trying to build our reputation back up. And that must be very tough, right? To have like a really good product. Everybody loves you. And all of a sudden somebody just says something about you and your whole business just goes, bam, right? So these guys are trying to build it back up. And I see Peter Costa <clears throat> and some other people on YouTube yes. that they just released some watches, uh, some videos about some this videos. watch. So I love Peter Costa. They are, yeah, they're making a, a, a push to uh to to come back but anyway that's not the topic of this video i just wanted to talk about it because you have one and it's interesting they just literally messaged me so i was like okay i wasn't gonna say <clears> anything <throat> until i got it but <laughs> I, i'm i'm excited I, I was a little nervous but i'm like look i i don't know right all i'm gonna do is review the watch for what it is and see yeah. if it lives up to the hype just how that's you do it. your content man it yeah it looks nice as hell it looks nice I mean, yeah really man so it, it'll be nice. I mean, and especially now that I got a sub, an older sub, I, I guarantee, Ooh, I don't know this. Yeah, it's, it's, compare them, kind of. But I bet you anything, the bracelet of that Janalt is probably better than this one because the pre-ceramic <laughs> sub, the bracelet kind of sucks. No offense. I love it. It's comfortable, but it's not. It, I've, it's, it's not, not that what great. It I is, think, yeah. That, no, it, my it is very Black comfortable. is better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, uh, our, yeah. So, gentlemen, we want to talk about something, uh, something fun. Uh, people call it the exit watch. Does it? So I'll go around. Obviously, you tell me. For a watch enthusiast, is there such a thing as an exit watch, or are we just fooling ourselves? Because an exit watch, I guess. Let me explain it to people that don't know. I'm sure most people know, but in for watch people, an exit watch is that like holy grail watch that you're like, you know what? Once I buy it, I'm done with watch collecting. Like I don't need another watch after that. And I could sell, not sell everything in the collection, but basically just wear that one watch and I'll be happy for the rest of the life. So basically in, in our head, we want to be like normal people that go and buy a nice watch. And that is a nice watch they have for the rest of their life. That's <laughs> what we want to emulate. But, yes. So that's what an exo watch means. So Andy, we'll start off with you. Does that exist in the watch community? Do you think it's true? Can it Can it happen? What does that mean to you? And if so... What is a watch for you? What is the exit watch for you? All right. So I got to say, I, I think that that's just, um, you know, something that you, you, you talk with yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is going to be my one watch and only, and this is going <laughs> to be my grail watch. And I'm not going to buy that one, but that's your, nice. you talking you out of buying another watch. But 
the exit one, I, I, I think it, it, it can happen and it exists, but it exists when you are very old or you're older and you're tired <laughs> to just change uh, throughout your, your, you know, your 30 watches or whatnot. And, uh, and you feel comfortable just with that one watch. And that's when you exit uh, collecting or using all the watches and having that one watch. Okay. I think for me, that's, that's the meaning. And uh, I see it, I see it for myself. Hmm. But when you're old though, yeah, right. Not now, not, not now, now, not okay. now. I, I have goals. I have goals for, for my watch collection. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, you do believe in an extra watch. So if so, what would be that watch for you? So I was, I was talking to my friends uh, the other day. Uh, it's going to be weird because I, I never liked gold in watches. Never. Okay. Uh, but then Vacheron Constantin two 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 came out, and oh, I yeah. I was just, you know, it's a beautiful watch, it's an incredible watch, and people are not liking it a lot. But, uh, well, it's a bit mixed, but uh, for me that watch is, I think that could be like I, I said to myself, like when I'm fifty or sixty, I'm gonna buy that watch, and that's gonna be my one watch that I'm gonna use for every single occasion. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I, I just love that watch. I don't know why. I, it just, it just um, you know, I, I liked it. It's a nice watch. Cool. Expensive watch, cool. right? What, what, what does that one run? 50, like 60? Something like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Mm. I didn't want to, uh, you know, remember the uh, price because, you know, <laughs> too much. that's too much. Right now, I can't afford it, obviously, but uh, someday. I'm sure they're going to come out. Well, I've heard that they may come out with different like uh, materials for, for yes. not just gold, Actually, maybe different ones. Uh, the, uh, there's a stainless steel one, uh, well, back in the day. And right. uh, yeah, I think they're going to make that. They were just testing the waters, I think, with the, uh, with the with gold, the gold one. one. Yeah. It's a nice watch. I like it. Yeah. If I, if I had money, I would love to check out like uh, overseas. I just think it's such a cool looking watch. Great watch. Especially Have you ever had the one? Have you no, ever had one? Or no. so it's crazy. I have. You're gonna say that uh, Mexico has crazy people and a lot of money, but I have friends that had the um, uh, the overseas and and that watch. I gotta I gotta be honest. I don't like it, but it's a, it's an incredible wow. watch. I, I don't like it, but it's an incredible. It's so big. It's too big oh, for my wrist. Oh, big. Oh, yeah, it is big. So that's why I don't like it. But it's an incredible watch. I really love the blue. It's a very very rich blue. Even at night, you can see the blue. Uh, and it's beautiful constructed movement, uh, to see it in person, in person is like, you know, it, it's just unmanageable, uh, you know, like, uh, it's just a great watch and it's very expensive watch that maybe, you know, I'm not going to see it any, uh, like ever, but I have friends that have, so I have it. So that's, that's what kind of friends does Andy have in Mexico? Holy smokes. <laughs> I don't know anybody in the U S with one. <laughs> Jeez. That's that's cool. All right, so two 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 for Andy. That's I like that. I like that. RIP. Talk to us. Do you believe in the next I watch? I Talk don't. <laughs> I knew you were gonna. I say mean, that. I don't. I try to believe so so hard, like that. There's just like one watch just for everyone, but I don't believe that. If you're like we're really watch enthusiasts, and at, at, at any age, you know what I'm saying? It could just happen. Like yeah. you could be 60 and be like, yo, I'm getting, you know, yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I would love to believe it. I would love to believe there's an exit watch for me, but I don't think there is one. 
okay. because I'm I'm discovering that I have a great affinity for the Omega Speedmaster mm. at this point, and it's like, yo, there. I don't believe that. I don't believe it, but um, uh, I'm on the fence right now between the Brightly Navi Timer and the Omega Speedmaster. Really, you know what I'm saying wow. I, I want I want to get them both. I want to get them both. Those are my goals for this year is to get both of those. All right. Well, we'll talk about goals in a, yeah. in a minute. But so, but, so one but of those would be your exit watch, not really, kind of. Pro- if I had an exit watch, it would be the Brightling Navi Timer uh, reference 806. Ooh. Okay. You know All right. I know that like, one. That's like, that's like $9,000 or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. A beautiful freaking watch. Miles Davis Ward, of course. You know, so that's what I'm looking forward to. That's, that's a nice watch. Before we yeah. before we move on to me telling you about my thoughts, I want to touch uh, about something that you that you said that I think uh, people don't know, and I, and I and I'm making the assumption they do because you and I talk so much on the phone. But mm. you recently had an experience with a moon swatch. So, a buddy of yours, oh. let you borrow it, right? Yeah. They let you borrow it, and you wore it, and I mean, you you didn't think mm-hmm. it was it was great quality and all that stuff, which is fine. No, but Omega and Swatch did something so genius that they created something kind of like a gateway because you I've yeah. known you for, for almost four years. Right. When we started right, the podcast, right. that's when I met you. And right. not once did you ever say anything about the Omega Speedmaster. I, I had not once. no idea. No idea, bro. No idea. And right. he wore. So, Andy, but when he, I got the when I got the moon swatch, it was like, what have I been missing out on? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's genius you know, from, so. from Omega. That's yeah. super genius. Yeah. So sure. so he ended up returning the moon swatch to his buddy. He didn't he didn't buy it from him or whatever. Cause I mean, what what was the deciding factor for you not to keep the moon swatch be? He almost wanted uh retail for it, almost. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I, I well, my offer wasn't that respectful, but I offered him like a hundred <laughs> bucks. You know what I mean, and he like nah. I can't but there's a, but there's a reason why you offered so little because of the quality, correct? Yeah, yeah, because of the quality. I don't think it was great. Like I got a a 1996 Swatch Access that is way better quality than the Moon Swatch, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So well, I think we could all agree that that the Moon Swatch was really a a money grab from from Swatch because although it's I don't know. It's not super expensive, but it is very expensive for what it is. I don't know if that makes any sense. Right. But it makes sense. I mean, yeah. But I don't know. Are are these guys gonna gonna strike gold again? What what are they gonna do next? Because look, the, the hype for the moon swatch is eventually gonna die down, right? With enough people getting it and enough people exchanging it, that it, it has to die down at some point. And then what is Swatch gonna do next? Are they gonna do a Seamaster right. next? Are they gonna partner right. up with another uh swatch group? brand i don't right. know what what like what's what's next you know are they gonna do different dial colors i mean maybe right. but, but the hype be behind the moon swatch was genius oh the yeah hype was crazy i mean you had people getting trampled over just to get it you know what i mean so yeah no percent. Oh, but i think i think the crazy. bigger picture like if if you look at this and i've heard statistics and heard things that thanks to the moon swatch now people love the speedmaster right so now they're actually hard to get yeah and they're going up in uh, aftermarket uh, uh, mm-hmm. prices as well. So, Andy, what are your thoughts? I know it's a genius move, but what do you what do you think? 
Yeah, I think that um, when I when I saw that they released that, I made a video too um, and just talked about how I see this as a speedmaster. Actually, I don't see as a well. I see it. You know, it kind of feels like a toy watch, and it is. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that it yeah. is uh, because Swatch was always that. Swatch was always making plastic watches and you can buy them to your son to your i don't know nephew or something like that for you just gifts or for yourself if you like something fun on your wrist right uh, the thing that i don't like about one swatch is that they are very noisy but uh, the moon swatch is actually not that noisy uh but i i thought that the moon swatch was a very genius move from omega and actually swatch more for omega than for swatch but yeah and for me, I think that it's going to stay until, you know, nobody is buying them. So they're not going to cut it off uh, because it's such a hit that everybody, sing, like people are still looking for them. Um, here in Mexico, actually, I thought that here in Monterey, um, we wouldn't have this watch because they announced that they're going to be, uh, they were only going to sell it uh, in Mexico City. So I was like, ah. I don't want that watch. Uh, I'm not going to pay that very overpriced uh, because they are not worth, yeah. not even the retail price for me. But mm -hmm. um, uh, then they opened here. Uh, well, they had, we had a uh, Swatch uh, boutique here and then they started deciding like, well, the people from Monterey are coming, so we should send some over there. So they had every single one, in, not the Neptune and the Moon watch, but uh, well, the Moon you know, the, uh, and, um, but you can get them right now. If I go right now, I can get you whatever you want and I'd reach your place because they are right now available here. Mm, but let's you order know, some people. I'm just kidding. I, you know, I, I no. think that the, this brought people uh, to a lot more to like the Speedmaster and to appreciate it more. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's why I think yeah. that there was a, it was a genius uh, move and look what they're doing mm. right now with the Speedmaster. Have you seen those? Like man, like the 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 shine one and yep. the, mm -hmm. the new one, the uh, sprite spirit or something. I don't I don't right. remember what it's twelve thousand dollar one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and with the new uh, bounce wheel and stuff. That's crazy, and and people are like, "Whoa, look at this!" And we should buy yeah. one, you know. Yeah. What well, what I fear with the Speedmaster because I I I definitely want one. I I I have one right, one of the older ones, the automatic one. And I love it because of the way it fits me. But I would like to get a professional, even though it may be a little big, but there's something about the professional that just matches with everything. It's such a strap monster, right? And I would love to get one, but but I am seeing the prices creep up a little bit, you know, but there's so many out there right now that I think you can find a, a good value. Yeah, Especially you're going to find sure. something something good. Uh, and I think that, well, I I, I, um, I wore a, a 42 Speedmaster Professional. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine had one. He wanted to try my Cartier Santos, and so I let him uh, to have that one for a, a week. And like he, lent, a yeah, he lent me the uh, Speedmaster. I couldn't wear that watch. I, it's it's just incredible. I, I, in the new one, I had the new one, and for me, it doesn't quite look that cool as my Speedmaster Reduced. The Speedmaster Reduced has some pizzazz, something else yeah. that you know, mm -hmm. it's just so beautiful and very graceful on the wrist. So. I, I just wore that watch like two days and never You're never like, nah, wore it again. No, and, and that get, wow. like I had the itch for a Speedmaster professional and that took it away. 
So I'm, I'm happy oh. that I didn't have to buy one. I need to borrow one. Then. <laughs> yeah, you need to borrow one. Yeah. Well, well, how big how big is your wrist, Andy? So my my wrist is six point seven inches in a in a like kind of in the winter and six point eight inches in in summer. Wait, so you seven. and I have the same wrist size because I'm yeah. six six point like seven eight six point seven yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's that. It, it fluctuates. Dang. Yeah. Well, this and, is this is how the sub is gonna look on you, my friend. Excellent. I, Perfect. I I really yeah. I'm super excited for the sub. So. That's yeah. that's a topic that we could. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about later. it later. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're ready to talk about it, but uh, <laughs> I know you told me in uh, in, in kind of like behind uh, the the YouTube world. But uh, well, let me tell you about my Exo Watcher, if I believe in that, uh, because yeah. we're kind of moving away from that. So I find it very hard to believe that a watch enthusiast could have an Exo Watch, and the reason why is because we have an addiction, right? And just like anything else, addictions can be cured, but you wanna you want to be part of it. If you don't want to be cured, you're never going to be cured. And I can tell you something. One of my, one of my grill watches for a long time, I guess both of you could guess is this thing, right? The Rolex Mariner. I've been wanting it for a long time, a long time. I was like probably 2019 when I, when I really remember saying that's a cool watch. I don't know why, but it's, I know it's a Rolex. It's expensive and I would like to have it. I wasn't into watches, but that's what I thought. And as time progressed and I got a little bit more into like cars, the automotive world, and more I looked at the Samaritan, I was like, I really like that, but I don't, I don't want to spend the money because I'd rather spend the money on rims for my car or on something for my car. Then when I really got into watch collecting, I had just bought a house, you know, uh, I think uh, my son, my wife was pregnant. So, I mean, it, it was, it was a very difficult time where I was like, I can't be spending money right now. Right. I got a lot of responsibility now in my thirties. So the idea of owning a Speedmaster became even even crazier. I was like, I, I don't know if I'll ever have the money to to buy that or the disposable income to buy that, right? But if I do, that's going to be the watch that I wear all the time. I'll change straps on it and I could care less. In my head, I was like, I could sell everything to even make room for this. And then the idea became a little more real where I started like, you know, got a, got a little better job and we started kind of settling down. My son got a little bit older. I was like, wait a minute, this may actually be a reality. It's not, it's not a dream anymore. It could be more a reality. So the more that I thought about it, I was like, okay, am I willing to sacrifice everything that I've built in my collection for this one Submariner? And the answer was no. Right. I had the opportunity, right, to sell my Tudor and my Grand Seiko and like four, sacrifice four watches plus a little bit of cash on top for a Submariner. And I said, no, I can't. I can't. I, I, all these have become like my children. I love them. Each one have a meaning. Each one I sacrifice a lot to get. Right. So fast forward to a few months ago, I had made some deals, trade, saved a little bit of money. And then, as I mentioned before, this year, in August, I'm going to turn 40 and I'm going to be married to my wife for 10 years. So it's it's two big, huge milestones that I think, uh, you know, it, as a watch collector, you find an excuse to buy a watch to create those milestones. I know it's dumb. At least that's what my <laughs> wife told me. She's like, you're just looking for any excuse to buy a watch. I'm like, yep. <laughs> well, today's Monday. Perfect day to buy a watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but long story short, I've had this for P, what is it, a week? No, two, three weeks. No, about three weeks three weeks so i've had her about three weeks i know i'm in the honeymoon phase obviously but i'm gonna be honest with you guys i i've have not worn any of my other watches the only watch i've been wearing and this is because i, I do sales and i'm out a lot it's the tso prx the green but the reason i wear this is because i like wearing a watch and i don't want to get mugged 
right? I don't I don't want to I not that I'm in, in sketchy areas of, of California, but I do sales. I visit a lot of customers. I'm out on the road. So I'm like, man, I don't feel comfortable wearing a Rolex all the time. You know, it's like, especially when you're going out to customers, trying to convince them to give you business, right? And you show up like kind of flashy because everybody knows Rolex. They're going to be like, well, I don't know, you know, but when you show up and you kind of more personal, then people go, okay, cool. Right. Because they'll make the perception of you oh well you don't clearly you're doing pretty well in life right because you're wearing a rolex and that's not true right like it's like well no i saved up for it but they don't know they don't care so in my opinion it's like i'd rather wear something that's a little more understated it's still nice but that's the only reason i've not worn the samariner when i go to work but when i come back i take that off and i put the samariner so to me right on is there an exo watch for me personally no but i can tell you that i haven't been wanting to buy any more watches and what helps is having a youtube channel because andy you'll find this uh, pete rossi knows this the bigger you get the longer you've been on more companies reach out to you more yeah. companies want to send you free watches so they satisfy that yeah. kind of craving for a new watch because i find that is not so much having the the watch is the idea or the feeling of looking for a watch yeah. waiting for the watch receiving the watch and packaging the watch and wearing it like a brand new toy it's that 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 feeling that we're addicted to maybe it's i don't know because dopamine. I mean, so dopamine. so exactly exactly so has the submariner scratched the itch of you not wanting to buy another watch is the question yes and no and 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 that's surprising and i and i hate to admit that because and i hope my wife's not listening because i said it for so long right i was like i promise you i get the mariner and uh and i'm not i'm not gonna want to buy another watch because it's such an expensive watch and it's an icon and i've been wanting it for so long and i'm not gonna crave anything else lies (laughs) i've honestly been i've been i've been so the okay so the way that i justify it now I've been I've been looking at things in my collection, two watches in particular that I haven't worn and I feel bad. I haven't worn in months, like months, 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 months. It's just sitting there. My Omega Speedmaster, the 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 smaller version, the reduced. I love it. I don't wear it. And my Grand Seiko SBGM221, the GMT one with the kind of yellowish dial. I love it. I don't wear it. And yeah. I'm like, why do I have so much money just sitting there? Just so I can look at it when I open my box, but I don't wear them. So what I've been thinking is, do I con- sell those two and consolidate the money into one expensive watch? And if I do, what watch do I like that much that I'm willing to let go of those two? So that's kind of where my mindset is at. It's not so much spending more money. It's more like rotating things around to keep my collection uh, fresh. But the idea of buying a new watch, like just out of like po- my money? No, well, obviously not. I, I I feel like this took took a big... um put a big dent in our, in our, in our account. And I, I feel guilty if I'm being honest, because I've said it before, my wife, she doesn't like anything expensive. She doesn't want anything. She's happy. She's content. So to think that her husband is spending thousands of dollars on these things that I don't need makes me feel guilty, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I, I do work hard, but she works hard as well. Right. And she's not expecting anything in return. So it kind of, it, it, it messes with my mind, but look, I believe in an exit watch. Maybe if you're not deep into watch collecting, and I recommend anybody listening to this or uh, or stumbling across this podcast, don't get into watch collecting. Once you do, it's a rabbit hole. I mean, it's beautiful and you meet some amazing people in the community, but it is a rabbit hole. You're never satisfied, right? It's like, it's it's like totally a well. You, 
you keep putting water and water and it just never fills up. And maybe one day you come in with gallons and gallons of water and it fills up, but it has a hole and it rapidly kind of descends, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I yeah, I, do I you guys agree it. with me? I mean, yeah, I do agree. I do agree with you. Uh, and, and and the thing is that, uh, well, I, I just cost my watch collecting with my wife too. Uh, she is kind of, she knows that I like watches and she's uh, kind of easygoing with me with this uh, topic because I, I made a promise and I haven't, uh, you know, like uh, broke that promise that I won't and ever use money of our family to buy a watch. So I always, um, when I bought watches uh, back in, when I was uh, single, mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually with, with my business, I, I started to, you know, like uh, saving and stuff. So I got enough watches And when I wanted a, a different watch, a new watch, I just sell those and and mm. buy that watch, and that's what I've been doing for a long time. With with uh, micro brands, not it's just a little money. Well, it's not just like it's like three hundred dollars or six hundred dollars. Not that it is little, but you know it's like kind of accessible. So that's yeah. uh, it's not it's not a worry. But something like a thousand or six thousand dollars, I'm I'm not gonna use money for from a family, you know. And yeah, yeah, for sure. This this is gonna end up for all my kids, for my kids, you know. Like I have one kid right now, and I'm just super excited when he turns out on all 30 or he gets married to, uh, you know, get him a watch or get him a watch from my watch collection. Wow. Uh, and and the thing is that uh, if you are just very honest with yourself and and uh, don't go over your budget and don't uh, you know you don't go into debt or uh, put through the, your family through something because you waste your money on, on watches. Yeah. You, just, uh, you just have to be humble. Uh, enjoy what you have. For me, it's like, uh, okay, so why, why do I want that watch? So I go through my head and, and start like thinking. And uh, if it's not worth it, I don't buy it. If it's worth it, a uh, few of my watches, I buy it. So how old is your son? Yeah, if you don't mind me asking. My my son is six months old. Oh yeah. man, mm. congrats! Newbie. Yeah. Are you sleeping? <laughs> kind of, kind of. Yeah, he's he's been a a good sleeper, you know. Um, and I just enjoy the process. I don't know. Yeah, Yesterday cool. I was, he he just he's growing so fast. He just learned this. Is, I know it's not watch related, but uh, he just like stood up on his crib. And I was like, oh, wow, you're six months. You, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, That's cool. so he, and he was like standing up, like, please, someone get me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I was laughing and it was 4 a.m. in the morning. So I got like, oh, tomorrow. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to be like in my five cents in my six, five senses, you know. And uh, <laughs> but I, I just have fun with my kid and I have fun and I enjoy the process. You know, it's a painful process process, but, you know, it's it's just life and just, just got to embrace it. Yeah, that's what's up, yeah. man. It's beautiful, beautiful. No, it's beautiful, man. And just wait until he gets a little bit older. I don't know. I know P, your daughter. I mean, she's older, obviously, but does she enjoy watches? She talk about watches a little bit with you, or borrow your watches? She she, she wears our Casios now. That's awesome. That's how she nice. wears. That's awesome. That's how she. I come looking for like one of my Casios, and guess where it's at? On her wrist. On her wrist. <laughs> that's I cool, do, though. That's, yeah, I do um, have Casio no. like in my heart a lot. And I have a lot of Casios that I don't wear, but I just love them because my first watch was a, a Casio F Me too. FW91. 
Yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, it's okay. Go ahead. I remember uh, she was, uh, I had gave her like all my watch gang watches. All right. And she won't mm-hmm. even touch those no more. So she won't even touch the those reason no I more. met Pierre when I met him, he was a, a member of watch gang. Have you heard of watch gang? Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. So, and they send you, no offense, Pete, but they, they send you pretty garbage watches, <laughs> things that are like not yeah. great. And P. Ross didn't see that, but then he saw the light when he started the podcast, stopped the the subscription, and then he started buying what he likes, not what other people like and they think you like and send you. But your daughter now, I mean, you hit a really good point. Now she doesn't even like those because maybe she don't even touch them. Exactly. So that's cool, man. Well, for me. With my son, he's seven. He'll be eight this year. And obviously, I mean, it's it's a given. I talk about watches 24-7, which obviously annoys everybody in my house. But watches and the love for watches is rubbing off on him a little bit, you know. And he does have a little watch collection of watches that I get for free, right? And uh, he has a little Timex. He has... Uh, uh, Namoki Mots that I built for him. He likes that one nice. too. He has my Undone watch that actually has his initials on the back that I that I built for myself and ended up giving to him. And the latest in his collection, which I, I gave it to him because I don't wear it a lot, is my Doxa, the Tiffany blue Doxa. And he loves that thing. But yeah. does he wear watches? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't wear watches at all. You know, but right. it's because his wrist is so tiny, I think it's too heavy for him. But I've, t- I've, I've told him, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to sell that Doxa, you know, because I want to buy. It. And he's like, that's my watch. You gave it to me. I was like, <laughs> right. just checking, just checking just things. You don't wear it, you know, but his watch in my collection, believe it or not, because I've talked about it so much. Rolex of Mariner. He loves this thing. He just like, but he he's already old enough, I guess, that he's respectful that I told him, I said, oh, I'm going to I'm going to give you this if you want when you get older, you know, and and he's like, no, I don't. that one's your watch, you know. So we made an agreement. I think I've said this publicly, my Rolex uh, Explorer 36, that's going to go to him. You know, that's his watch right there. Right. It's mine, obviously, yeah. for now, but that's going to go yeah. to him. And then dad will have the Submariner. I think that's beautiful. Take the Rolex aside, right? It's just it's just beautiful watch collecting and knowing that you could build that relationship on a material object, but to know that your father is the one that gave life to this automatic watch with his wrist when he was doing the hard work or he went through some hardship on on owning this watch, right? And to know that this was a milestone watch for my father. Now aware with pride and hopefully he doesn't sell it. Hopefully he, he gives it down <laughs> to the next generation, you know. So so I, I I do have a question like how do you get how do you got into watch collecting? Because for me, I didn't have my father didn't wear a watch, my grandpa didn't wear a watch, my grandpa from a, like my father of my mother didn't wear a watch, and actually I have it right here. He passed away uh, uh, a year ago. Uh, and uh, he actually said like said to me when 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 you get married, I'm gonna give you the watch. Uh, he couldn't give me a watch uh, when I got married because, well, he was ill and stuff. But he mm-hmm. actually called me and said, "Hey, come for your watch. This is your watch. I told you." That's that's for me. Uh, I, I I I do this question because for me, I don't know where did I got uh, the edge for watch collecting. Uh, I didn't want to start watch collecting until I was like twenty five, something like that. Um, but I had watches. I had a fossil watch or two and, and Chinese watches, very inexpensive watches. And uh, I had an Apple watch for a long time and I loved that thing. Uh, but I always wanted or I always wore watches. I did really like watches. And 
and I don't know from where I, I get, I got this uh, itch, but because mm-hmm. my, my dad didn't wear a watch, he had a watch uh, because my mom gave him to, to her, to him. Uh, but he didn't wear it. Uh, he wore it just yeah. kind of, you know, uh, but he, mm-hmm. it was a citizen echo drive. Nice. A good watch. It's a funky watch. It's a cool watch. I really like it, uh, but it doesn't function that, that well. But for me, that was seeing that watch. I always wanted like that. When you don't want that watch, please give it you, to me. Can I have it? And that last year he gave it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. It's not functioning so what, well. Yeah. What watch uh, does your did your grandpa give oh, you? I'm just kidding. So, <clears throat> it's a, I'm gonna show you my most precious watches. So this is my grandpa watch. This is a Longines. Uh, so I don't know if gonna if it's gonna focus, but wait. It's nice. So this is oh, a, that's nice. This is a Longines. I don't know which watch is this. I I, I haven't researched it very well. I find that watch uh, in his wrist, but he was very dirty. He had a a, um, a hand broken, uh, and and I told him like, hey, I want to you know I want to service that watch for you. And he told me like, oh, it's fine. I liked it. And, no, I'm I'm gonna. I like it broken. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he was, uh, he was like, okay, so you get it back to me. And then um, the day that I, I brought it to him, he was stunned by watching it. Like, this is, this is really amazing. I, it, it's, it's like seeing it for the first time. And he was mm-hmm. very excited. And, and that made me just, you know, like very sentimental, sentimental. And uh, he was very grateful. And he told me that day and there uh, that one day this watch is going to be mine. That's awesome. And I couldn't believe that. Uh, because, uh, you know, like I didn't have a father figure that had a, uh, well, I had a father father figure that, that had watches, you know, like he liked watches or collect watches. Right. But that was very, very, he's a simple man. He's a very uh, man of, uh, you know, a, a really, he has, it, it, he doesn't need anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he's happy with, he, with, with, he, with what he has and uh, and he doesn't need anything. So, um, and this, this means a lot to me. And, um, the thing is that my father-in-law, uh, when I, uh, ask, uh, my wife's, uh, hand, he said to me, yes. And, um, he said to me, like, I'm going to give you, uh, like my, my precious, uh, Yule of the family. And I have another one. So and he gave me. Uh, Attack Warrior Link GMT, wow. the true GMT watch. Uh, he told me the the story of this watch, how he got this watch. It's just amazing. Uh, I don't know if I, if I want to tell it, but yeah, I'm going to tell it uh, super quick. <laughs> he, he actually he uh, reads cards. You know, like when when he, you play blackjack, I think uh, he counts cards. Sorry, oh. <laughs> reads cards, counts counts cards, and and. He did it back in the day, uh, on I, I think in Vegas and stuff. So you're so, not really supposed to do that, but he does. Yeah, it. <laughs> that's why I. So don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, no, uh, nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah, he, he he always told me that that um, and that story that he uh, always won like a certain amount of money, and he just get up mm-hmm. and always got something that he wanted uh, before returning to to the city. And uh, that that day he decided that he wanted a GMT watch, and uh, he saw that Tacoy link. And uh, I'd never seen one of this before, and for me it's a very rare watch. And um, he 
he uh, told me that he went to a boutique and told the salesman, so I have $2,000 and that's the only thing. And I thought, I want that watch, sir, but that's uh, $2,600 or something like that. And he's like, I have $2,000 and I want that watch. So he insisted <laughs> and, and the salesman, I, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that price. So he walked away. The, the salesman's run out of the, no of the, you know, of the, uh, <laughs> place, the, store. Of the store. He's like, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Come, come here. No, no customers goes out of my hand. So come right back. So, okay. So I'll do like $2,000 with tax. And he said, like, I told you, I had, I, I only had $2,000 <laughs> for this watch. And he's like, okay, let me get the manager. So he got the manager and the manager was like, okay, I'm going to give you a watch, but no box, no papers. I'm not going to give you a mm, nothing. Wow. Like he's, I don't care. Just give me the watch for $2,000. So he got that watch for $2,000. That's crazy. <laughs> it, right. I don't know. It was, um, he was, he was crazy. He's very persistent. So I, I love that. And he always uh, told me that story and I found it that funny and cool. And he inherited the watch to me. He gave me the watch. So cool. I'm very grateful with him. I didn't expect that that day. And uh, I was very happy. <laughs> I got nothing for asking good. for my wife's hand. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, sure. That's great. Well, I thought that that too, you. like you asked for the hand of your daughter, of his daughter. And he says, yes, and that's it. Right. But uh, he was very kind to me. And uh he he took me right away and uh, he said to me wow. like yes and take her That's crazy take take her care of her and my watch <laughs> so, nice well let me let me answer your question real quick because we still got one more question that yes. or topic that we want to discuss and we're going in an hour so just real quick uh i think i got into heavy into watch collecting i've always liked watches since a little kid casio was my well, i had a calculator watch so i've always liked uh watches you know growing up in mexico um a lot of my friends had watches. Everybody had watches. So it was just kind of like a thing in Casio's. And I remember one of my baby friends G. had the, yeah, baby G. Mm -hmm. And I had a, one of my friends actually have a, uh, the remote control one. Right. So Ooh, he would that was a cool on one. TV. That was cool. So I've always been fascinated by watches. It was cool, but I, I really, really got into watches because of TGV. And the reason why is because of like you, you know, fossil guests, like I would have watches and I thought they look cool. Right. But it wasn't until I searched YouTube because I wanted to buy another nice watch for me and I didn't know anything about watches. And then I heard about mechanical watches. So I was like, wait, what? So once I went into that little rabbit hole because I've been a car guy for such a long time and mechanics speak to me and aesthetics, watches combined the best of both worlds, the aesthetic and the mechanics behind it, which somehow I was like, that's kind of cool because... A car, you spend so much money, but you could only drive it certain times and take it with you and you park it. But a watch is with you. It could be with you 24-7. You have it with you all the time. And that's how I got into it. And honestly, I blame YouTube for getting me addicted to watches because <laughs> I, too. I just keep seeing more and more and more. And then different people, right? It wasn't just TGV. It was other people. And like then the videography, the macro shots. I was like, wow, that's how they look. That's crazy. So that did it for me, P. My father was a watch guy. He was like really into Timex, real deep. Probably why I'm into Timex, but he owned a uh, Rolex Datejust. Mm -hmm. mm, you know nice, what I mean? Nice, nice watch. So, like, I think I get the itch from him for sure. But what what was that that moment that you could attribute to, like, 
that was a moment that I got to watch collecting, not just watches, but like watch collecting, like the addiction started. Probably when I got over the watch gang and Invicta thing a few years ago. So when, so you know would it be I mean? fair to assess, to make an assumption that when I met you, you weren't deep into watches? Cause you already had a YouTube channel when I met you. Right. I was into watches, but I wasn't into watches. So you were you more into the fashion yeah. aesthetic of them? Right. The fashion yes. and with streetwear and how they match up with uh, sneakers yeah. and, and all that. You know what I mean? Because I was always a person that believed, like, as long as your hair good, your shoes good, you got a nice watch on, everything in between don't matter. Got it. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's what it was. But again, as you go down the rabbit hole, and you just go down yeah. and down and you start finding better value for money. You know what I mean? Like we talk about great value for money, but there's also like better value for money, yeah. Like yeah. better things you can yeah. buy. You know what I mean? For sure. It, it, it just happened for me like that. You know, it just all clicked in, like it all just came together. So, so would it be fair to say that the thing that keeps that glue for you together is social media? Is that why you just can't get out uh, of watches or do you? Okay. Let me, let me ask you a question for both of you. Yo, if go ahead. you were to disconnect from YouTube and from social media, a hundred percent for a year, you can't, you have no access to the internet as far as watches go. Okay. Do you think you're addicted? You're collect, I, I keep calling it an addiction. Your, your collection, your, your enthusiasm for watches will be the same or it will come down a little bit because you wouldn't be influenced by anybody else. I think it would be the same because you would just find another alternative to to feed it. You know what I mean? Whether that would be like physically getting out in the wilderness, okay, going to like ADs <laughs> yeah. and watch stores, and you know what I mean? Yeah, like you would just find another way to do it. Yeah, for okay. me, it's uh, you know, it's uh, that's the same. You know, like uh, I wouldn't change anything if I didn't have access to. It's, you know, it's easy, you know, it's super easy being on the comfortable your couch and just scrolling through uh, new watches yeah. and stuff. And well, right. the thing is that for for me, it would be cool because <laughs> you, you wouldn't have the urge to have a new watch that, that you've right. seen, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, I've been, you know, I've been that route when I didn't, uh, uh, you know, surface, you know, the social media uh, for for watches, I went to ADs and and mm. you know search for watches and and get to know watches and to experience them in in, in the metal. Got it, got it. Okay, cool. I think I'll if let- you if you one more thing, I think if you also done that disconnected for social media for a whole year, that you would probably become closer to your collection. True. Yes. You know what I'm saying. Yes. So totally true. Definitely. I, I find that true because I, I think uh, what happens is, and, and this is just human nature, right? I think we tend to look at other people's things, whether it's a vacation, a car, or their their lifestyle, and you kind of crave that, right? And you're not satisfied with your own and you're like, man, but they have it better than I do. You know what I mean? And I think as a society, we obviously need to stop doing that because that's when you get in trouble, right? Absolutely. Because you're never satisfied with your own and you want what other people have. And I find the same. You hit a really good point, P sometimes you need to just really take a step back and say, look at what I have. 
look how blessed I am instead of mm -hmm. wanting and longing like, oh, man, but look at that Patek. Oh, look at that guy. He just got that Omega right. or that Breitling or something. Say, like, good, good for them. But I right. have my own. I've built my own collection of so. things that I like. You know what I mean? So speaking of things we like, 2023 is here. So what are your watch collecting uh, goals for 2023? Do you have any? And if so, what are they? Andy, let's start off with you, man. So I didn't have, well, I I just told myself that I'm going to buy just one watch in 2023, <laughs> but that didn't happen. <laughs> Liar. So I, I uh, create a new one. And I think that my watch goal is, my watch goals are uh, not to, you know, to, you know, like uh, make uh, my collection just smaller. Uh, I gotta have my collection smaller and, and concealed, you know, like, because I don't wear that much. I have, I don't know, like 20 something watches. I do have, I do rotate them a lot. Not, not the 20 something watches, but maybe five or six watches. I do rotate them on my wrist, but I, I think that I know my, my sweet spot. I know how many watches I can wear in a week mm -hmm. or in a month or, you know, uh, and I, especially when I, well, when I got this one, this doesn't leave my, you know, my, my wrist. So I want to get my watch collection a little bit smaller, uh, consolidated in pieces that I really, really like and really want it. And uh, one thing that I do want to address here is that I really want my Tudor Blackbeard 58 back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had one and that was my, my go-to watch every single day watch. It was an amazing watch to wear it with, uh, you know, for dinner, to parties, or, uh, you know, casual, uh, to work out. I wore the hell out of that watch. And I think that that watch is just the perfect watch to wear every single day and not taking it off. Even even saying that, I am saying that even though I, I have the Rolex Explorer, I think that that watch uh, functions a lot much better with my life than the Rolex Explorer. Uh, and simply because I do time things a lot and you can use your, you know, your phone or something, but for me, it's the convenience to have the, you know, the, yeah. the, <laughs> the, little bezel. the vessel yeah. and turn it in and just timing things for me was super cool. And I missed that watch. I really, I had it for two years. Uh, that's the only watch that I had, uh, you know, like an expensive, super expensive watch because I sold my back 36 to. And I was very happy with that watch. Super happy. So I want uh, the 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 watch collecting addiction. You know, I I had to sell some watch to buy oh. another, and I wanted the uh, Cactia Santos. So I let it go, and I really regret it. And I have the uh, uh, the Tudor Pelagos Thirty Nine, and that's a cool watch. And oh, I really yeah, you like just it. Got that one. Yeah, I really yeah. like it, but. It, Nice. The, the the it's you know the essence of the Black Bay Fifty Eight. I don't know what it is, but it's just super cool and it's very different. So, so would you trade your Pelagos Thirty Nine for the Black Bay Fifty Eight? I've been back and forth with that. You know, oh, like ooh. should I okay. do that? Should I? Should I? Shouldn't? And I got I get to the conclusion that I really like the the Pelagos Thirty Nine, but I we're gonna see that when I got when I get the Rolex Submariner Forty One on my hands. So. Mm. Uh, if you guys don't know, I am waiting for a Submariner 41. And this month, uh, my AD called and they said that I'm getting that watch. 
So that's yeah. a milestone for 2023. Congratulations. And, uh, man, thank that's you. Amazing. That's what's up. But uh, that's bringing a problem. I don't know if I <laughs> I want to stay with this one. Right. Get the yeah. uh, tutor. I don't know. But uh, let we will see. <laughs> okay. Cool. Hey, P, watch collecting goals 2023. Yo, I have two watches on my radar the Omega Speedmaster and the Brightly Navi Timer. Okay. Will come to fruition this year. Pro- I'll hold you to it. Hey, Andy, you heard him, right? It's, if he doesn't get him, we have to. It's, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen this year. <laughs> show. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? He's been it's talking. Gonna be, it's going to be great. He's it's been talking be- about that Brightly Navi Timer since I met him almost four years ago. He's like, that's my goal. That's my grail. And he's just been talking about it every yeah. year, every year, every year. So I think like, it's just a beautiful watch. And it is super different from everything that I've seen. Like, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. It's an amazing watch. Yeah, yes. and and this guy has a bigger wrist, so it looks really nice on me. It was seven and a half, yes. seven, seven, seven point two five yeah, because it's all dial. You know, it's, it's all, all dial. dial. It's beautiful, yeah. right. beautiful, beautiful watch. So no, yeah. no, so it's, consolidating your collection is that part of your goal? No. Oh, that's definitely, definitely. That's uh, everything is on the table. Almost everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying on the chopping block for sure. Okay. So. Sounds good, man. Well, for me, honestly, I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't, like I said, I think consolidating the collection maybe to something different where I could actually wear the watches, you know? Uh, but as far as buying something with my own money, I bought the Baltic MR01 last year, and that's going to be delivered. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot all about that. That's going to be you delivered. you have that watch. June. Nice. Right. Yeah. The Salmon Dow on the, on the Pizza Rice cool. bracelet. So, Nice. I, I bought and, and the crazy thing is I bought it. So they, they, I got an email like, Hey, they're available for pre-order again. And this is in 2022. So yeah. I, I had a little bit of money saved up and because the Euro was so weak and the dollar was kind of stronger, I was able to get it for 550 bucks on the beats. Mm. Rice. Oh, nice. So, um, if you go right now on the, uh, on the website is actually a, a little more expensive. Now it'll be like 600 and something dollars. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm waiting for that. So obviously I already paid for that. Uh, and then, um, the Ginault's coming in. So I'm excited about that one. Right. But I guess I could talk about the, the collaboration now P because I did have a meeting with these people. So I am collaborating with Nomos. They are sending me a free watch because I'm going to do a few things for them, not just a video, but a series of things and, and review some other things for them. So I'm getting the Neomatic, uh, I think it's a 39 with the bracelet, right. the petrol color, the Greendale one. Oh, so I'm super excited God. about that. That's I've always wanted an almost. Yeah, yeah, man. So I always wanted an almost. So I'm getting that. Again, maybe people look at me and be like, you're getting it for free. But it's like, no, why? Because I run this this business or whatever. And I, I, I've I've negotiated things, right? And, and it took almost two years to negotiate something with almost about a year and a half back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So it wasn't easy. Um, So I got that coming in, but as far as strategies, man, like honestly, probably trying not to buy a watch with my money, maybe just like you, Andy, just rotate things and consolidate things, but nothing coming out of like my actual like bank account, you know? So that will be the goal if I'm being honest, because Rolex and Mariner, I already did that. Uh, well, this year, 2023. So that that's a huge milestone for me. There you go. So <laughs> that's a, right on. Super nice. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, for me, that when you said, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, sorry, I forgot the name of Nomos? the uh, Nomos. Nomos. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when when you said Nomos, uh, I was suspecting that you said the uh, pneumatic, like the 37. I think it's 37, right? 
I gotta, I gotta I, search that. But I was actually in 2022. I was like so into that watch, uh, and that's that is an incredible, incredible watch. And actually, in the petrol, in the petrol uh, color, it's just beautiful. And I wanted to get that yeah. watch. I actually, I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna be in uh, San Diego. So I was no way. Yeah, I'm gonna be in San Diego, in San Diego, and I was like searching for you know 80s that had nomos because I, maybe I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy one. I don't know. <laughs> I just said <laughs> oh that I'm gonna consolidate my my watch collection, but I've been craving that watch a lot. That's a beautiful watch. It's an incredible watch, yes, and, it and it's a, a response for if you don't if you can't have a a Rolex um, OP, you can get this one and just get a lot for your money you know that's right that's right i'm looking at their website right now the specification so uh let's see so it, it you're right you're right it so is it 37 is 37 millimeters. 37 millimeters is 8.3 yeah. millimeters thick and it's 47.7 millimeters from leg to leg so it's a perfect yeah. perfect size water resistance 200 meters 200 which is that's awesome. crazy yeah yeah so this that's a perfect everyday watch. So we'll we'll see. Friend of ours, uh, Omar Timeless Sneakers and Watches actually owns it. So hopefully I could see it before I actually get it. But yeah, I already signed, you know, the contract with Nomos and all that stuff. So I'm excited to get it. It's gonna take a few months because they're on back order. But meanwhile, we're gonna work on maybe uh reviewing some other new releases that they have coming out. So uh I can't say much about what it is. Obviously, they told me not to say anything, but they do have some other watches of their existing collection coming out with different dial colors. So I'm going to hopefully Ooh, nice. review some of those before I get the petrol. So yeah, man, I'm excited about that. What's up? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Let's sign off because it's been a little over an hour. I know uh, everybody listening. Thank <laughs> you so much for taking the time. Andy, where can people find you, man? So you can find me at uh, YouTube, uh, spending time, watching time and at um, Instagram, andy.stwt. That's uh, my Instagram account. I do have TikTok, but I don't post that much over there. But if you feel free <laughs> okay. to check it out. It's Andy SCWT. Okay, cool. P. Ross. Ross Wristwatch Love everywhere, YouTube and Instagram. Cool. All right, cool. So SoCal Watch Reviews for me on YouTube. I do have a Spanish channel called Relojando, but it's been months I haven't posted there. I have been getting some messages from people asking, hey, when are you going to post again? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, it's it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm busy enough as it is, and it takes a long time to create the same video in two languages. Uh, but we'll see. And uh, SoCal Watch Reviews on Instagram and TikTok. But basically, I post the same reels that I post on Instagram on TikTok and then on YouTube. So you pretty much get the content if you follow me on TikTok and and, and YouTube. But uh, but yeah, Andy, thank you so much, man. It's it's it was an absolute pre uh, pleasure having you on. Uh, any parting words and you want to say, uh, you know, like, thank you so much to inviting me. This is, uh, uh, just mind blowing being here and talking, uh, to your audience. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that I finally made, uh, friends on, you know, on YouTube that have YouTube channels. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's an incredible thing to, you know, to discuss and, and they have, uh, when you're in this, because I felt a little bit alone because, uh, you know, I'm not in the United States, so it's difficult and seeing like Barking Jack and Andrew and uh, Bamford, you know, like getting you all want. together to do F and that's cool, uh, right? yeah. about F and time. I, I think that's super cool. And and thank you for having me. And, um, and, you know, I'm super excited and grateful. Thank you. 
Uh, thank you. No, hey, man. Thank Do, you, bro. Any, anytime, anytime, anytime. And I'll introduce you to some more people. So you'll, you'll feel overwhelmed. Thanks, You're like, I, I don't <laughs> want that many people. I don't want that many friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> P. Ross, what up? Anything? You know what? I was going to say my traditional quote, but I'm going to let it ride today. Hey, Andy hasn't heard the quote. Let, he, let him hear okay. it and maybe he'll he'll think about it because it's a very deep quote. Okay. All right. Let's, okay. let's get it. Looking back is contagious. Decay and corruption goes hand in hand with the fetism of lack of action. Don't worry if you don't understand it, Andy. I still don't <laughs> understand it. He wrote it down. You can look it up on Google. We'll send it to you. It's a lot to unpack. It's just that quote is just too much. <laughs> Sounded excellent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> you both, thank you so much to the audience listening um, and supporting us. Thank you uh, just just for the almost what almost four years, three and a half years. It's been incredible. We're, we're going to try to yes, stay on track and bring some more guests and, uh, you know, yeah. watchmakers, fellow YouTubers, uh, what have you enthusiasts. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep at it, but yeah, we'll connect again, hopefully in a few months, Andy, you, you, uh, you know, come back on the podcast. We would appreciate that hopefully. and kind of give us an update. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm super, Absolutely. I'm super honored that I am your first guest of 2023. Oh yeah, yeah that's correct. That's <laughs> yeah. correct. You are, uh -huh. you are, but uh, all right guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching as always, my friends stay humble.